Welcome into NBA Now by Chat Sports. I'm your host, Marshall Green. The NBA draft is over and done with, and we are moving along in the NBA offseason as we are now focused on NBA free agency. In today's show, we're going to take a look at the top 25 NBA free agents. ESPN put out a list where they ranked their top 25 NBA free agents, but they based it on the stat war, which is wins above replacement. So we got that list inside the Chat Sports Studios. Then we had myself, Seeps, Roly, Harrison, Chase, all the NBA guys here submit our own top 25 rankings. And now we got a list of really ESPNs and Chat Sports rankings. So these are not all my rankings. So if you're upset, don't just yell at me, yell at the other guys in the office. But let's do this before we get going. If you could, we would really, really appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up icon. Our bosses said we wouldn't be able to get to 300 likes on today's video, and that was upsetting. I love being doubted. The chip on my shoulder continues to grow every day. Let's prove them wrong. If you love the NBA and you want more NBA videos, hit that thumbs up icon right now. So between the chat sports and ESPN rankings, we had Kyrie Irving as the number one free agent going in to sept, uh, July 1st in NBA free. It's really June 30th. Opens up next Friday. He is an unrestricted free agent, and he is free to sign wherever he wants. No doubt Kyrie is one of the best players in the NBA. You just kind of got to ask yourself, is he a winning player at this point anymore? I mean, it seems like everywhere he goes, really just turmoil and trouble follows the guy. But he was good in Dallas in the limited sample size. The record didn't reflect it, but he's given you 27 points, 6 assists on elite efficiency. Irving, still one of the best bucket getters in the NBA at that guard spot. The second player we got on today's list is James Harden, and he does have a player option for this upcoming season with the Philadelphia 76ers. That is expected to be declined, and he is going to test free agency. We've heard rumors that the Houston Rockets could be a destination. We've heard about the Los Angeles Lakers. We've heard about the Phoenix Suns, which doesn't sound too likely. We even heard about the New York Knicks at one point. They were the betting favorite to sign James Harden in NBA free agency. He's been good in Philly, I would say. I wouldn't say he's been great at all, and especially not in the postseason, but Harden is still a key piece in the NBA, and the Sixers are definitely going to miss him if they lose out on him. Number three, we got Fred Van Fleet, the U uh, unrestricted free agent as well. He had that player option. He turned it down. Now he's an unrestricted free agent, and he's really one of the top guys left in NBA free agency. Last year, Great raw numbers, right? 19 points per game, 7 assists, but only 39% from the floor and 34% from three. Really, his efficiency has taken a dip in the past couple of years. He's a great pick-and-roll maestro, but he's not an efficient scorer anymore. Still going to be a good player, though, for whatever team signs him. But it sounds like he's going to get overpaid at $30 million. Think about it like this. Jalen Brunson got $25 million. He is much better than Fred Van Fleet. Draymond Green is an unrestricted free agent after he declined his player option of about $30 million. There's been a lot of teams linked to Draymond Green. We've heard some Lakers rumors. We've heard some Suns rumors. Maybe with the Dallas Mavericks now having that full mid-level exception, they could be a buyer for Draymond Green. I think he's going to want to go to a contender. I think the Golden State Warriors are still the betting favorite for Draymond Green. Brooke Lopez, the big man for the Milwaukee Bucks, also an unrestricted free agent. 
you're really in a weird spot right now if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. Chris Middleton opted out of his deal. We'll talk about that. Brooke Lopez is an unrestricted free agent. And if you're looking for a big man that can defend the rim at one of the highest clips in the NBA, while also being a guy on the offense that can space and really knock down shots, he's one of the best in the biz. I think he's going to get a lot of money coming up this free agency cycle. We've already talked about our top five. Not my. I'm saying our. Who is the best free agent, though, this year? Is it Kyrie? Is it James Harden? Is it Draymond Green? Who is it the best free agent this year? I want to hear from you down below. I'll tell you this much. I did not have Nikola Vucevic as my sixth best NBA free agent, but based on the rankings that we got here, that's what, it, that's what the results are. Vucevic is a solid player, no doubt about it. He's a good offensive player. He can score all over the court. It's the defensive intangibles that kind of just, I guess, frustrates you as a fan. Reports are coming out via the Chicago Bulls and the beat reporters in that area that they intend to re-sign him. So it sounds like Vucevic is heading back to the Windy City, and he's going to be wearing the red and black as a member of the Chicago Bulls again. But if you want an offensive big, Vucevic, one of the top of this free agency class. One of my favorite players in this class, but I don't have him at number seven, is Dante DiVincenzo, the big ragu. Shout out to Big Tex, OG Big Tex. But uh, DiVincenzo's a do-it-all player. I'm a big fan of the Villanova Wildcats. Man, all of those guys seem to just be winning players in the NBA. There's been rumors that there's a lot of love for DiVincenzo inside the Knicks front office. So if you're a Knicks fan, keep your eyes on Dante DiVincenzo being a New York Knick and joining Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. Christian Wood was a big name last offseason once he was moved from the Houston Rockets to the Dallas Mavericks. Did not work out all that well for Dallas. He's an unrestricted free agent. I'm expecting him to command a decent amount of money. Really skilled offensive player. Doesn't bring you much on defense. Doesn't make teammates better. And there's questions of his work ethic. But when you talk about offensive skill for a guy that size, he's elite at that, no doubt about it. Number nine, Cam Johnson. He is a restricted free agent, which means the Brooklyn Nets will have every opportunity to match a contract offer sheet if he does agree to sign with another team. I think you usually have five to seven days to do that. Really good young player, can stretch the floor. Solid defensively, not an elite defensive player. He can shoot it, he can drive it, he can pass it. And when he gets hot, he's a knockdown shooter. I'm a big fan of Cam Johnson. We got him just inside the top 10. D'Angelo Russell closes out the top 10 of the top three agents. Didn't play all that well in the playoffs, but he's not a scrub by any means. He has just been unable to find his groove in the postseason for really any team that he's played for. This past year for L.A., shot just 42% from the deck and less than 32% from deep. Still gave you 14 points and almost five assists. Good player, but it's the, free, it's the postseason struggles that concern me with D'Lo. If you need a point guard that can control the offense, create for himself and for others, he's going to be a guy that's going to have some interest across the league, no doubt about it. This is where my list just completely does not agree with this one. Josh Hart being the number 11, that's a joke. Josh Hart's a top five free agent this year, in my opinion. One of the best role players in the NBA. I love when players become stars in their role. Not saying Josh Hart is a star, but he's one of the best role players at it. Didn't have the best postseason, but still really good, right? Almost 11 points per game, 7-plus rebounds, 48% from the deck. But it's a three-point shot that really hurt him, as well as the New York Knicks, and that's why they lost to the Miami Heat, connecting on just 31.3% of those. All signs point to the fact that Josh Hart is going to re-sign with the New York Knicks. Sounds like a four-year, $72 million deal, $18 million 
on average. I think Josh Hart's back in the Big Apple with his homie uh, Jalen Brunson. Austin Reeves from the Los Angeles Lakers next up on today's show. Just like Cam Johnson, he is a restricted free agent. The Lakers really still have control of his contract, and they got to do whatever it takes to bring him back. Love me some Austin Reeves, and man, in the playoffs, he was something that you had to watch. Can't miss TV. 17 points per game, just under five assists, but dang, the efficiency, man. That's what you're looking for, a hyper score, a guy that gets a lot of shot-ups, but when you're connecting at 46% from the field and 44% from beyond the arc, you're, you're good to uh, You got the green light, and that's what Austin Reeves did, and I think he's going back to the Lakers. This is a guy that I think is also ranked too low. Chris Middleton declined his player option. He is going to be an unrestricted free agent. Didn't have the best year this past year for the Milwaukee Bucks, and the father time is definitely tugging on the jersey of Middleton, but he is still an elite defender, a good shot taker, a shot creator, and just a winning piece. He's someone that's given you 15 points per night this past year, five assists, four rebounds. It's just the efficiency that was a little bit low for me. Um, I'm going to call this an outlier year. I think the injuries mess with Middleton a little bit. He's a much better shooter than 31.4% from downtown. And if he gets away from Milwaukee, they're going to have to do something to replace him because they are absolutely going to miss him and his veteran leadership. Some people are saying he's washed, though. I mean, I, look, some people had him as lower than 13 on this list, and that's why he came out here. So is he washed? Is he done so? Finito. Shout out to Chief. Type Y for yes. Type N for no. Jakob Pertl comes in at number 14 of this list. I'm a big fan of his. He's an unrestricted uh, free agent as well. Really good roller in the pick and roll. We'll really play with the guard. He's someone that I was shocked went for a first-round pick because he was on an expiring deal. Toronto's going to try to bring him back, but they run the risk of losing him as they do not have um, restricted free agency over Pirtle. Good player. I could see him going for the non-taxpayer mid-level exception of about almost $13 million per year. Number 15, one of the best scoring guards off the bench who transitioned to a starter this past year, Jordan Clarkson. He has a player option, has a couple of days to pick up on that. We'll find out if he will be a free agent. I'm expecting him to decline it test the free agency market, and try to get more guaranteed money going into the future. If you need a score that can just be instant offense, has that microwave badge on Hall of Fame, Clarkson is a guy that can get that done for you in your squad. Bruce Brown, one of my favorite players in the NBA in free agency. Him and Josh Hart are very similar in my opinion. Bruce is probably a little bit more skilled on the offensive end, but winning player, man. Rebounding when you need it. Defense when you need it. Makes a shot when you need to. He was a big piece for the Nuggets during that title run. And if you go back to that parade for the Denver Nuggets, Mike Malone, as he looked like Marshall Mathers up there and Slim Thug drunk saying, Brucey, he's coming back. Sounds like Bruce Brown is not going to be back with the Denver Nuggets. I think he's going to get a sack this summer. So we'll see if he's with the Denver Nuggets or not. Matisse Thibel really upped his stock after he got moved and traded to the Portland Trailblazers. He became a knockdown shooter, and when you pair that with his defensive versatility on the perimeter, that's a scary combo. He's a good player. We got him at number 17. Josh Okoji, the young player for the Phoenix Suns. I'm expecting him to go back for a cheap value deal with the Phoenix Suns, go join Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. But if you're looking for a scrappy defender who's still kind of developing on the offensive end, that's a guy that you could be looking at for maybe the cheaper available exception for about $6, 7000000 million. Kelly Oubre, a chat sports legend, 30K Oubre. Um, he actually went to my rival high school, so I've been watching him play ball for a while. 
he's a good player. Needs to improve his outside shot, become more consistently there. I'd like to see more effort on the defensive end, but as a guy that was a five-star recruit out of high school going to Kansas, he's got the tools to be great. I'm just waiting for him to finally put it all together, and I'd like to see him play on a contender. He's definitely going to help a team wherever he goes. Jeremy Grant coming in at number 20 on this list. Didn't work out for Portland like a lot of people thought it could. People thought he and Damian Lillard could be a duo that can make noise in the Western Conference. Didn't work out. He's going to be a free agent. They're looking for a scoring number four that um, is versatile and gets downhill on an athletic guy. Jeremy Grant is a player that your team could target. Nas Reed, uh, a guy that's picking up a lot of juice going into free agency. And it's because we're starting to see teams really fall in love with these big men that can stretch the floor, but not only do that, create their own offense a little bit. He's got a little bit of a handle. He can get downhill, finish around the rim, and he can step out and hit it from the outside consistently. 34, 34, 35, and 33% for Nasri the last couple of years, and that's on like three attempts per game. So he's the guy that defenses definitely have to account for. Russell Westbrook coming in. At number 22 on our top 25 free agents here inside the Chat Sports Studios. I am very intrigued on where Russell Westbrook is going to go. Does not sound like the LA Clippers are a possibility. Uh, that could always change on a, on a dime. But I'm expecting him to go to a team where he can have a role and help a team try to achieve the dream of competing for an NBA championship. P.J. Washington coming in here at number 23. If you're looking for a tweener, 3-4, hard nose, can create his own shot, good defender, rebounder as well. P.J. Washington is a player that you can get maybe $5, 6000000 million per year, three years, $18, 20000000 million. Washington could be a good value play for a competitor trying to round out this roster. Number 24, a former NBA champion, Harrison Barnes. He was a key part of that Sacramento Kings team last year, provided a lot of veteranship and leadership for a young group and a young nucleus over there in Sacktown. Got into the playoffs. That arena was electric. But if you want a veteran scoring wing, Harrison Barnes could be your cup of tea. Last guy we're going to talk about in today's show is Patrick Beverly. The I don't even know what to say about Patrick Beverly because I respect his game. But like when I listen to him talk, it, it kind of upsets me. It's like Carl Anthony Towns, a.k.a. Big Purr. Um, the more I hear him talk, the more he upsets me. But he's a winning piece. Looking for a scrappy defender. Knock down some shots. Uh, locker room guy, Pat Bev, could be a, one of your first or second guards off the bench. We're going to close out today's show asking you guys a question, though. Who do you want your team to sign in NBA free agency? Give me a name down below.